0: Hello, hello! Welcome to At Home with Linda and Drew Scott I'm Linda, that's Drew I'm not sure where Scott is This is a show where we chat with artists, experts, dreamers, and doers About what makes us feel most at home
1: Mm, What's making me feel most at home right now? Mm. Baked goods from Mm. my
0: brother-in-law Oh my gosh, I can still taste the delicious pie you made From leftover berries yesterday That Mm. is home And this is is At home. Home All right, but seriously, we call our brother-in-law, Wes, we call his place the Westawant. The
1: Westawant.
0: The Westawant, because every because you want day it. you want it, his <laughs> name is Wes, and every day we can smell from our side over here, like I, I can smell the beautiful baking, and he did Italian food last night, he made pasta, it, everything is a so good. pizza
1: party, um... He had menus printed out. He
0: didn't, that's pretty professional for just a dinner with family to have menus printed out with six different people. And Will options. was
1: taking orders.
0: It's a whole family <laughs> affair over there. It's, uh, it's pretty great. But that's what makes it feel at home for us. What else is happening this week?
1: I mean, I think we should get into um, the gear of like back to school.
0: Since oh, all yes. the kids
1: are back to school. Yeah.
0: I wonder how it is for most kids. I mean, we know for our nieces and nephews, it's been pretty exciting. Yeah, First after a year back,
1: of not... You know, of, of virtual learning only, mostly.
0: For a lot of the kids who only know virtual learning, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they haven't had any of their way. This must be a pretty big shock to see, like, wow, interaction with real
1: people. people.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny to see our nieces and nephew, though, that's so excited. I remember when I was little and getting my new backpack, putting all my books getting and my stationary. stuffies in there. And stationery.
1: you would bring your stuffies to school, actually? When I was actually, little,
0: little, I probably brought one.
1: Which one would you bring?
0: It Eddie? Probably, no, it's probably birdie because uh, it was so small. Chicky. Chickie yeah is
1: it chickie or birdie?
0: I honestly can't remember one or the other I called it both, but uh,
1: yeah, it is exciting, however, it's also I know it's very like anxiety ridden for a lot of families because of
0: covid, well, yeah, I mean, you have kids are gonna be kids, even if you have them, you're trying to make them wear masks. kids are gonna be kids, they're gonna hug each other and wrestle and run around, and they'll take their masks off, and
1: uh, I don't know, but that they like kids are better than adults, I think.
0: Uh, well, we we saw our nieces and nephews playing soccer. Our nieces and nephew were the only ones who left their masks True. on. All the other kids took their masks off. True. I mean, it's scary too because we even know families who have had uh, someone in their kid's class got COVID. And mm-hmm. so all the kids in the class had to go home and for quarantine week. for a week, which is, you know, it's disruptive. I think that's the main thing. When you have COVID lingering like this. To learn, to truly learn, and have all this knowledge sort of ingrained in you, you need consistency with it, and this keeps breaking it up.
1: Yeah, but I, I think like we have to give more credit to kids. Of course, like all kids have different learning styles, but for the most part, they're very resilient and bendy. And that's
0: true, <laughs> and bendy. Their, their minds are bendy. <laughs>
1: yeah, they know how to. You know, you know if it was adapt.
0: us if it was us as adults in classes and getting this this happening and you know, I bet we would be the ones that would be worse off because we would get disrupted and then forget everything oh,
1: well, yeah, because we have habits like ingrained in us
0: and we're always trying to multitask, which is the multitasking is the devil when it comes to memorizing something
1: yes, it is
0: I've read I know Jim quick, limitless I
1: was like, how did we get from uh, speaking of multitasking, how did we go from? Um, COVID and quarantining to multitasking.
0: I was talking back to school. <laughs> and kids, they're resilient. <laughs> okay, if ADT wasn't professional enough, now ADT installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security.
1: I mean, what are they going to do next? They're, they're going to start a country singing career.
0: I would listen to a country band named ADT Also, I like to know what's happening at our front door from virtually anywhere with my Google Nest doorbell. Just saying. Your
1: Google Nest doorbell? I said our. He said my. Everybody check that. Yeah. All right. Well, I like to control my ADT smart devices like my lights, my locks.
0: (laughs) My security system with Google Nest speakers and displays.
1: And I like to say, hey, Google, to get started.
0: Listen, I said ours. I'm all about ours, not mine. (laughs) Help protect what matters most with all this, plus 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google.
1: Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help make your home smarter and safer.
0: Linda and I have been talking over the last couple of weeks. We want to be upping our education game. We want to be learning new things. So first off, why don't you share with everyone what your top priority is for learning?
1: Oh, gosh, I didn't do my homework. Um, <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> oh, my palms are sweaty. This is like taking me back to like my test days, putting me on the spot, standing in front of the class, like literally my armpits are sweaty right now. Do, do you want to touch? Do you want me? No, do I you don't. you want to touch? No, it's just like I have my shirt on. I'm not wearing it. Just put your hand under
0: here. No. Come on. What? No, please. I am not. Put, I can just, smell it from here. Okay,
1: touch my palm then.
0: Oh, my gosh. Isn't that weird? That's sticky.
1: That's so weird. I don't, I, I it just, literally, I, when you put me on the spot, it made me feel like I was in grade four again, in Mister <laughs> Freeman's class, about to recite Sarah, Cynthia, Sylvia Stout from by Shel Silverstein.
0: I have no idea what you just said, but <laughs> I just think I find it fascinating that you thought something in me would want me to put my hand in your sweaty, stinky armpit. Don't you love me? I love you. I'm wearing. I don't love a putting layer my hand of in
1: Protection. Your,
0: yeah, but the layer's wet from your stinky, sweaty armpit. It's moist. For everyone who loves the word. (laughs) Anyway, what uh, was the question? I was just asking what you want to learn this year.
1: You mean the ninth month of the year? You're asking me what I want to learn? Okay.
0: This is back to school. This is the first month of learning here. Okay.
1: I just want to go back to learning things, or doing things rather that I like to do. Like I, I keep saying like I want to learn to do pottery. Like actually learn. I want to learn to like actually sew properly because um, I can sew, but you can tell I did it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's not Linda's mom. That's Linda. Um, Linda that.
1: I want to learn uh, more about like typography. Um, what else? And well, I want to continue learning about relationships.
0: Mm. I, I mean, that sort of lends in for fascinates me too. me really. I, I want to learn more about Self, myself, how I work, how us as individuals work. And I think the more I dig inside, it's sort of going to help me with how I interact with our community, our family and friends.
1: Do you feel like you know yourself better now than, say, like a year ago?
0: Yes, absolutely. I think with a lot of the reading that we've been doing and, and digging in and sort of understanding my brain a bit more, understanding my reactions to certain things and why I react
1: But like how? To give an example.
0: Things. Well, for example, I've had like driving, you know, somebody who's driving like an idiot and cuts you off and then gives you the finger or something when they're in the wrong. It, that, that drives me crazy. I'd go to zero to a hundred right away. But now I've actually found that I'm a little less reactive like that. Like now I'm kind of like, well, you're in the wrong, no big deal. If this is what you need to do to vent, to feel like you're a bigger person, whatever, it just doesn't affect me as much. I've been a little bit more chill.
1: But you know what you're used to do <clears throat> that would drive people nuts? You would give a finger back, but like no. the other, nope, wait till my story is finished. You would give them a different finger. You would give them the thumbs up. <laughs> Which is like very Uh, passive aggressive. And you like give them this like big smile. Yeah.
0: So I was like, why is he giving them the finger? I'd never finger anybody. That's so not my thing. But yeah, I'm over sarcastic, like, okay, buddy. And it just drives people crazy. You Uh, know
1: what I tell myself when people Give you the finger? Yeah, sure. Or like, are rushing. I just think, like, they just really have to poop. They yeah. just really need to find a bathroom to poop. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, that's probably it. But I think this is good. So, I want to continue digging within, but all aspects too. I mean, nutrition. So I I studied kinesiology 20 years ago. I went to university. If
1: if you don't know that.
0: I was a trainer. (laughs) I mentioned this all the time. Uh, Linda laughs. She says, like, I think I know my things, but it's like 20 years old education. Anyway, I would like to go back and learn some new stuff. I was actually thinking of going and just writing my my exam, like doing my trainer exam. You,
1: You know, I'm laughing right now because the other day, Drew, who knows everything about the body... He, Drew's a mouth breather. And we're in bed reading and I, we talked about this in a vlog too, so I won't go into detail with it. But Drew did not know that you're supposed to breathe through your nose. So
0: this is the whole thing is, I didn't know there's a rule between breathing through your nose and your mouth. You have both that you can breathe through. But anyway, if you want to hear our little debate about it, you can check out our vlog on YouTube. So it's youtube.com slash at home. Anyway, also... I wanna do some more business courses. I wanna do some more, I don't know. Like I think, did I say nutrition yet? I wanna do more nutrition. I wanna just learn more random stuff, music too. I actually wanna really dig deep into the guitar.
1: You've been holding Jim Quick's book Limitless like it's your diary for months. Like you've been reading it and rereading it and it's amazing because you started doing this course and you have been so diligent, I'm very impressed.
0: Well, my whole thing has been uh, trying to implement the things that I read and learn and try and repeat it. And also, like whether it's telling you about it or the process, however I can repeat it, it's going to help me memorize it. So Jim Quick has a school. It's called QuickBrain. At least the app is called QuickBrain. And I'm doing a quick reading course. It's giving me ideas for memorization as well, which I've been implementing. I, I literally, the other day, I memorized 30 names, over 30 names, uh, and regurgitated back several times, it's impressive what our brains can handle. It's not like if you try and memorize more things, you'll forget other things. No, it's not like what they told us on The Simpsons. That's what I thought happened. Homer said so. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so Homer. The more we keep taking these new things in, we're creating new, new neural pathways, and it's actually just expanding our brain. We're flexing our brain muscle. So
1: all the times that you said you don't need to memorize my number because you have other things to memorize and um, there's an app for that. Do you take that back?
0: You're not going to make me say your number right now, are you?
1: Yes, tell everybody.
0: Nine <laughs> eleven. <9/11. gasps>
1: no, I'm just saying, are you taking that back?
0: Uh, okay, I'll take that back. Um, I did focus on other things, except for, you know, like, I didn't want to learn, like, streets and maps. I still don't know our whole neighborhood and, like, streets, but I think now I can expand my brain and learn that. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Here's a challenge for us Canadians. I want to be able to recite every state. I can't do that right now, but I want to be oh, able to, to recite waiting. all of them. Yeah, it's, it'll be a challenge, but that's something that we'll be able to do within the next.
1: All right. Within
0: the month, I'm going to be able to do that. So if anybody wants to try to learn to read faster, comprehend more, uh, learn techniques that are amazing for memorization, check out Jim Quick's app, QuickBrain. And he has a ton of different courses that will help you through. And it's actually a community of people who will support you.
1: That's very cool.
0: Even if you think of at home, all of the conversations we've been having with all of our guests, that's also what's been getting me more excited because we have been learning. And then we're leaving here and we're going and reading more and researching more about the topics we've been learning.
1: Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. I feel like this podcast for us is a little like our own personal learning channel.
0: Welcome to the Linda and Drew at home school.
1: Well, Hannah told us that in the corporate world, L&D stands for learning and development.
0: There you go. there you go. This is At Home with L&D. And (laughs) Uh, and also I do want to reference to something that's been very good for me because I kind of beat myself up. If I want to do something and then I don't do it because I'm busy with something or whatever else and I miss a day here or there, I really beat myself up. And I like Greg McEwan's 75-25 rule of commitment. Mm. And that's where he was saying if you set something you want to do you can be a little lenient, but you set what that leniency will be. And the 75-25 rule is great. 75% of the time, you will do that thing that you've said you're going to do. And so it's actually helps me be far more consistent.
1: Yeah. With reading,
0: with working out.
1: And it leaves room for, not mistakes, but just things come up.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's the same with eating. Like, to go like cold turkey into eating super healthy, I don't think anybody's going to stick to that unless you're super hardcore and I'm not.
1: Speaking of learning from our guests, we've been hanging out with Tara Schuster and we caught up over dinner a couple weeks ago and it was just so lovely to just chat and, and we talked about setting intentions. A lot of people set their intentions for like the week, your work week, but she brought up a good point. She said, what's your intention for the weekend? And I thought that was a really mm-hmm. good point call to action for self care because yeah, like you should take time on the weekend to see it to to plan. Like, okay, what do I want this weekend?
0: Well, that's a part of, you know, we, we schedule our downtime and our uptime because if we don't schedule it, we'll just book it up with work stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's sort of in that same vein. If you say it aloud and you say what that intention is, it's great. And for anybody who uh, doesn't know, or if you didn't hear that episode, Tara Schuster, she's the author of by yourself, the effing lilies. And, uh, she was on our podcast and then we became fast friends. Yeah. And so and yeah, what was your intention? A,
1: my intention was to not lump in like every moment together. So like it it doesn't have to be a good day or a bad day. Like there are good moments and sucky moments.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. You you said you don't want to let one little thing ruin your whole day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like well, like a breeze would be like, this is a nice breeze and, and that's that. Like it doesn't have to be like, anything extravagant um, yeah
0: I think my intention was to read a bit more yes and yes you did. and I definitely did yeah
1: yeah and speaking about tar and like making time for yourself and setting an in intentional time that's something that I've learned over the past year that like I feel like I haven't been creative because my mind has been racing and the more I create space to just do nothing I feel like the more productive I am. That makes sense. Ironically.
0: Yeah, but I think that's that comes all back to the whole idea that if we actually just go, 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 go nonstop, even like a computer, it'll burn out. Computers mm-hmm. at nighttime, whatever, when they go into sleep mode, whatever it is, they need the downtime. We as humans definitely need that downtime. It will make us more productive.
1: I would love for people to see how our calendars have looked over the past decade. Pretty amazing? It, it looks like a crazy checkerboard, <laughs> like Tetris, actually, because so you're, you're fitting everything into, like, a tiny, tiny spot.
0: It is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a scary thing. Seeing our calendar for most people is a scary thing, but slowly getting better in certain been, ways. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also want to say, we're talking about our past guests, um, our good friends, Ashlyn and Philippe, had their baby. They introduced Colette Eves to the world. So, congratulations to Ashlyn and Philippe. So cute. (laughs) I actually think we should dig deeper into our intentions. In the
1: or, spirit of Schuster.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and going back to school. So why don't you share with everyone and me, what are four things?
1: Four? That's random.
0: I was actually going to say three, and I thought maybe five, and I thought let's go in the middle four, but yeah, three things or five sure. things? Sure, three? three. And I think it's actually scientifically proven it's easier to memorize three things than it is four things. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. You got to show me that study. Your sister told me that.
1: Well, in like design, like yeah. power of threes.
0: Power of three. There you go. And in photography. Right. Give me three intentions that you have for this school year.
1: Okay. I would like to do something creative and not just think about doing something creative.
0: Now you do a lot of creative things like arts and crafts, but you're talking about something like a big project, mm. like launching something.
1: No, it doesn't need to be a big anything. Like this, well, I guess like pottery studios haven't really been open for that long again, but I just want to like get my hands dirty and something.
0: Yeah. So, so there's a good one. So a part of that would pottery be like learning pottery. There we go. Okay. So you'll do at least how many sessions?
1: Oh, wow. You're making me like set it now? I just, I just um, want to get a little bit okay. of
0: definition to okay. our- Okay.
1: Okay. Um, I don't know how many classes- Eight. Like make me- Awesome. <laughs> no, I, I,
0: I say because eight, eight, eight weeks is, is a good length.
1: It's scientifically proven that eight weeks is a good length for a course. Psychativity?
0: It's like scientifically proven. Um, I feel if we do something for like eight weeks, it sort of makes it almost habit, right? Sh-
1: I don't know. Sure.
0: Hey, if anybody out there remembers, I've I've heard this before. I've heard the stats, but how many weeks is it if you're repeating something like working out or whatever that it becomes actual?
1: Maybe we should ask Jim quick.
0: Natural habit. We can ask. ask Jim. I'll ask Jim as well. Okay. I also so like let's to ask you. for now say okay. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Of so you're going to do college. a pottery class. What are your other two things?
1: Hey, how about you go first?
0: <laughs> I'm going to strum the guitar. Let's go back to that 75% rule. So every day, I'm going to strum the guitar for at least 10 minutes. So that means basically what? About five out of seven days in a week, I will strum the guitar at least 10 minutes. That's one of my things. I want to learn music. I want to learn the guitar a little better.
1: You were studying some theory today.
0: I was. Yeah, today. So I have a great guitar coach out of New York, uh, Rick Russo. And he has been on and off coaching me for many, many years. But I want to make a more dedicated effort. This is my thing. I've always dreamt of being able to do what my dad can do. My dad is so good on the guitar. He played professionally before I was born if we were over at like a barbecue or something like that, he just pulls out the guitar and he has a whole plethora of songs that he can play and his hands are like magic on the guitar and it sounded so amazing. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to have a small number of songs that I can just pick up any random guitar and I can entertain the group by playing. I've never been able to do like that.
1: without looking at the sheet I don't need music. to look at sheet
0: music. Yeah. I already know what I need to know. Yeah, that's my goal. That's my intention.
1: Um, okay, second one. I'm looking around the room as if we're playing I spy. Second
0: one, uh, pillow. (laughs) What are you looking around the room for? I
1: don't know, for like visual cues. It's how I learn, okay? And recall things. (laughs)
0: It's so weird looking around the room as if all of your intentions for your goals and things you want to learn are in this one small room. You
1: know what, actually? In the attic, I have a wall of intentions and it's to slow down. I think we've been doing that, kind of.
0: Hey, let's do this then. What? You go into the other area of the attic for 10 seconds, look at your intention wall, and then come back and tell us. I'll talk until you come back. Um, (laughs) She's probably going to be gone for an hour. My number two intention is going to be, now I'm looking around the room. Hmm, Let's see. I have a script that my dad had wrote back in the day, and then I've adapted it, and it's a feature-length script. I want to be the next step forward. We have the script finished. We're on our financing run right now. I want to bring in distribution so that we have that financed and I can move forward so that the following year I can direct that film. That's number two. Oh, right, right. Okay, Hannah, our producer, is saying that's a goal, not a learning intention. I, I was talking about the script, uh, dad's script, and getting that to the next oh. stage for producing. So good point. Well, now I've set one good intention and one good huh, goal.
1: You're still on a on one.
0: I am. Not so. that
1: it's a competition. But.
0: All right. Number two, um, nutrition and health. I mentioned this earlier. I want to kind of go back to my kinesiology roots and understand the updates of what's happening with our bodies and our mind and our nutrition. So there it is. I'm going to go back and learn a little bit more when it comes to physical health and nutrition.
1: And how many courses? How many? How many weeks? How many classes?
0: I will tell you what. <laughs> I will get my personal trainer certification just for funsies. Okay. There you go. And that's a part of my education. Linda looks so disappointed right now.
1: I'm not disappointed. I'm I'm just perplexed that I just asked how many classes you're like, oh, I'm going to get a certification.
0: I don't care about a certification. I just want to... Learn. I want to learn. And I, for me, it's more interesting, the idea of having structured education instead of just randomly learning.
1: Mm, interesting. Like and I, I like the randomness of just like jumping into it and doing it or like learning from someone, from a friend or like a doctor we know or whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, my whole thing, though, is if you look at like, you know, Bright Live, doing a session on Bright Live, you can learn a lot of stuff. And uh, like Masterclass, you can learn a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Those are a bit more structured, just randomly learning from a doctor friend of ours about something. There are little tips here and there, but there's not enough deep ingrained knowledge. I want to dig deep into the books. As an adult, I think if I went back to school, I would learn so much more now because oh, I'm totally because
1: we want to be there. yeah, exactly. Um actually, I don't know with with like learning from our doctors, for example, I think when they're um, drilling things into our brains, like telling us, like, probably should stay away from this stuff. Um, I mean, we do learn it. Yeah, cupcakes and donuts. We do learn it and know it. We just don't apply it.
0: There are little bits that we learn here and there. I'm going full in. Mm. I want to be super knowledgeable nutrition dude. Mm. You know, we already have my one new show that's, what was it, Drew Cube? What was it? It
1: was... um, Digging Deep with Drew.
0: Yeah, Digging Deep with Drew. I want another one that's called uh, Dietitian Drew. Drew. -Drew. Nutri-Drew. That's good. Yeah. We already have Dr. Drew.
1: Drew Drew-trition.
0: (laughs) Drew-trition. God, it works so many ways. I want to learn how to make a Chinese soup that doesn't stink like salmon, like dead fish, like the one that... It was delicious, Hannah. I loved it. I don't love how my car smells because it's built in it.
1: It was bad, and it still smells like... You've gotten it cleaned twice, like deep clean. More,
0: more than that. They, they, we've they, used I baking, did baking soda, soda, lemon,
1: incense.
0: They washed it and deodorized it, and then they did it two more times. It's still now it just starts to smell like they're trying to mask the terrible smell, which is
1: so gross. It's like the smell of smokers wearing <sighs> cologne. Ugh. Gross.
0: <laughs> Anybody out there that's a smellatologist that can kinda come and help us out? How do we get the nastiest of nasty And why does fish cer- smells why do it?
1: certain smells
0: not like go stink?
1: Away. I actually want to know about smells. Like why why do my armpits smell?
0: I wanna I know, know we've talked I about this a lot, that.
1: but like I find that my pits are getting worse. So For I my sanity from stress, I really want to know. But it's like really bad. Like I cannot run away from myself. No. Fast enough.
0: And I can't run away from it either.
1: Cuz you love me. Okay. <laughs> okay fact, so I that's went it. to my wall, my inspiration wall. Yeah. And from that I've gathered two learning intentions.
0: All right, what's number 2?
1: Number 2, I want to learn more about agriculture. Mm. Just about land, not just like in terms of key like sustainability terms. That just sounds like I want to learn about sustainability.
0: You know, just before COVID, we were actually really digging into regenerative farming and, you know, soil health and a few different things. So you're talking about digging deeper.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we started and then like we're still very interested in it. I want to properly learn more about it and maybe get my hands dirty and just talk to people in the community and yeah.
0: But, but when you say learn more about it, about what?
1: I just want to learn more about like how to live with land, like live beyond like our four built walls, you know, like beyond drywalling and, and like modern building. I just want to learn how to, I don't Become know. Become more symbiotic with, with the, with, yeah. With the land.
0: No, that makes sense. I mean, I think- It would be very interesting to see, you see people who are totally off grid, who go into the middle of nowhere and have their own little sustainable type farm and live off the land and that they have that harmonious relationship. How can we do that in the city? I want to kind of Mm -hmm. have a bit more of that in the city. Wait, you want to be off
1: grid in the city?
0: Yeah, that'd be amazing.
1: You actually want to be off grid?
0: That would be amazing. If we were self-sustaining within the city, I think that's pretty cool. Mm
1: -hmm. Did you say your third one yet?
0: I did not say my third one. I think for me, I'd actually just love to go back on the business side of things. I'd like to go back and and take some new courses that sort of just help shape a bit of the business and marketing of some of our projects and ventures. I think that would just be interesting to me. I didn't go to school for business. I learned it through real estate through what we did. Mm. So I think there's a lot on the technical side that I could still learn about structure and for our startups and whatnot.
1: Mm.
0: That would be very interesting. Mm. Mm, I'm saying mm, mm, mm. cool for you yeah, I was gonna not say, for me not I'm like how anything. do I
1: like say yes for you and not
0: for me nothing in Linda <laughs> wants that at all nope um, uh, oh by the way Malcolm Gladwell said it's 10,000 hours do something for 10,000 hours you become an expert
1: wait quote, did he quote. actually though I thought he was questioning that so was that the conclusion
0: was that what it was? I remember mm. something about questioning it, but there was, there's that thing that has been said it's in his book, but it's but, kind uh,
1: of, it, isn't that like an arbitrary number?
0: I think all that means is you need to repeat something a lot to become good at it. Practice makes perfect. But as Jim Quick says, it's practice makes progress and we don't have to be perfect. And a lot of people will never be perfect. But anyway, I think that anything we do, whether it's your pottery or, you know, me becoming the world's best personal trainer.
1: (laughs) I wasn't laughing at you. Your
0: nose breathing at me. Uh, You could could do it. I could do whatever it is. Guitar. I'll become Eric Clapton's protege.
1: (laughs) My third. Did you say your third? Yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. My third learning goal is... um, I'm really interested in the power of rituals um, because I'm not like a very structured person and I don't like scheduling things and I don't like, I just don't like routine. However, I am learning that certain routines do make me feel more at ease. Um, yeah. And part of a ritual is like there is something repetitive, you know, Within rituals. Well, um, anyway, I'm not I, making sense, but I want to learn more about the power of rituals and why why they work, why they're good for us.
0: I think one thing from what I've been reading is the, the benefit of something that becomes a ritual, something that becomes ingrained and it's almost like subconscious you do it, is that when you're really intentionally thinking about something and trying to focus on doing something, it takes up so much of your energy and time Whereas once it becomes ritual, it's second nature and you're no longer stressing your body out over trying to do it. And so I think that's the whole thing is we have so many things that are pulling at our senses and trying to grab our attention. Our bodies are naturally and our brain is naturally built to put a lot of things in the background so it doesn't have to stress us out.
1: Mm-hmm. And and then with rituals, there's like something even deeper with it. Like it's attached to more meaning um, and more intention, as you said.
0: So there we go. Linda's going to do some pottery classes, learn more about agriculture and you rituals. know living harmoniously with the planet a bit more and she's going to learn about rituals. I am going to strum the guitar every day, 10 minutes a day minimum. I'm going to I'm
1: going to I'm
0: going <laughs> to I will I am going to get my nutrition and health learn on and get my cool. a personal training certificate. Do I really cool. have to? Do? I just said no. that to be fun, but we'll see if I actually be Fun? Yeah. I don't I mean I don't need to do a certificate, but still I'm going to do some training there and then also I'm going to do a bit more learning about business structure. Something that'd be interesting for me.
1: Cool beans.
0: We we want to hear from you guys on social media too. Tell us some things that you've been focusing on as adults. It's always interesting for me to see what people go back to want to learn. What did you always want to learn when you were in school that you never did? I think the two things that I am glad I studied a bit of was communications courses and improv. I think for anybody in any line of business, whatever you do, having a little bit of understanding of how people communicate and being able to just sort of talk on the fly a little bit is a good thing.
1: Do you feel like because you learned those things in a formal education setting, you were like so set in, in like, I know how to communicate. Therefore, you are more like of a bulldozer when it comes to communication
0: <laughs> What I'm hearing with what you're saying is that you're trying to set me up to accuse me that I'm a bulldozer of something
1: you You've said it yourself too like some you say sometimes like you um you do need to learn not just like how like what your intention is, but like how other people may perceive it.
0: Yeah. So over the years, I think taking communications courses was really great to understand a little bit of how to communicate clearly with people. Um, and, and there are so many different aspects of what I, I took that made sense. And it helped. It has helped me in my business career and everything.
1: And sorry, not bulldozer that, that made you sound like mean. Yeah.
0: yeah but. <laughs> but the the thing I, I still noticed though, is as I got busier in my work career, I started giving less attention to how I was saying things and how people were receiving it. I was just saying it. I was just stating it or being efficient and kind of like spitting it out. So then I've had to back up again and sort of relearn and take the time to consider how people are receiving the information that I'm giving. The courses definitely helped. Improv courses, 1000% it helps. I think anybody I know who is good in the moment, just thinking on the fly, it helps them in business and relationships and everything. I think it's a really good thing. Hmm. You're the pun queen, though. That's the thing. I think you wouldn't be as quick with your puns and stuff unless you kind of learn somehow to to be to to think hmm. that way and be faster. I don't know.
1: I don't know where that came from. Uh, although I do think it kind of comes from like knowing a different language as well, like speaking Cantonese oh, really? for some reason, because there are words there are are they called homonyms in Cantonese as there are in English. Where like we can word play, and there are like superstitions based on homonyms, and like the number mm. four also I've sounds like. I've literally never death. heard
0: the word homonym in my life.
1: Homonyma. <laughs> I kind
0: of feel like you made that <laughs> <The> up. Funk homonyma. <laughs> Linda has a much larger vocab than I do.
1: Uh, just by two words. <laughs> yeah.
0: Homina. Um,
1: but yeah, I think sometimes I attribute like just my word association um, to knowing a different language. Anyway, Drew is going to be late for his appointment. Well, I think there's so much
0: for us to learn about here. Um, But honestly, we do want you to hit us up on social media at at home. DM us or comment on one of our posts and let us know what you've been learning as an adult. It's kind of cool to understand what people have been going back to learn. So. That'd be really, really cool. Maybe there's something we'll hear that we'll want to do. Yeah. And a huge thank you to our homies. Brandon Angelino.
1: Annalie Bell.
0: Hannah Fan,
1: Courtney Ioannis.
0: West Friend.
1: Chris Cobain.
0: Jessica Bryant-Harvey.
1: And Nicole Schachter.
0: Our theme music for At Home is by Victoria Shaw and Chad Carlson.
1: And music is composed and produced by Rick Russo.
0: Thank you so much for listening. And if you do enjoy our podcast, be sure to subscribe and rate us. Always rate us. We love you rating and commenting.
1: Yeah. We actually like your feedback and to you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Love you. Love you. ADT now professionally installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT is awesome and believes that the smarter the home, the safer the security.
1: I can't wait to see what they do next.
0: They're going to put Google Nest doorbells on the moon. Actually, i like to know what's happening at our front door from virtually anywhere with our Google Nest doorbell.
1: I do love how when we're out at dinner, we can see exactly what's going on at the front door.
0: And we can control our ADT smart devices like... Lights, locks, the security system with Google Nest speakers and displays.
1: Mm -hmm. All you have to say is, hey Google, to get started.
0: Well, I think it's great for people to help protect what matters most with all of this. Plus, 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google.
1: Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help make your home smarter and safer.
0: Hey Google.